Welcome to Fashion Your Seatbelt, your first class seat to one-on-one conversations with the fashion industry's top voices. I'm Jessica Michaud, and I created this podcast to share the joy I have in getting to know all the amazing people who bring this creative, inventive, and extraordinary business to life. You'll get to hear the cadence of their voices, the sound of their laughter, and feel firsthand how passionate they are about what they do. But before we get this show on the road, I want to say a quick thank you to GPS Radar for making this episode possible. GPS Radar is the members-only website where leading fashion brands and media connect. Also, I just want to remind you to leave a review. Stars are really trending right now, and it helps other very stylish listeners like yourself find the show. Now buckle up, and let's get started. This year marks the 10th anniversary of the MSGM brand founded by Massimo Giorgetti. But when you meet the Rimini-born Italian designer, it's hard to believe that someone so open, outgoing, and honest has been at the helm of a successful and growing fashion company for a decade without getting jaded. But that is the case for this self-taught designer who originally got a degree in accounting and spent his youth as a DJ before launching his company in 2009. He quickly made a name for himself and his brand thanks to his use of bright and bold logo-clad clothing that had price points that made them accessible luxury for younger streetwear fashion lovers. Just a year in and the MSGM brand had already won the prestigious Vogue Italy Alta Roma Who's On Next award, and then over the next five years, the company grew into a $45 million business with over 600 points of sales around the world. Giorgetti's winning fashion formula garnered attention from investors, and in 2019, he got a new minority investment from the private equity fund Style Capital. With this new influx of funds, the designer has big expansion plans in mind, with goals of doubling revenue over the next three years, making a big push into the Asian market, and expanding the brand into new product lines. Case in point, and perfectly in keeping with the youth-centric focus of the house, Giorgetti debuted earlier this year a new line of MSGM underwear for men and women, and there are plans on the horizon to unveil a full activewear capsule collection in June, and a footwear line is also in the works. I caught up with Giorgetti at his headquarters in Milan. He is a man full of energy, ideas, and positive attitude, which all bodes extremely well for the future of the MSGM brand. Massimo, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for you. You're welcome. Uh, rushing across town to do this with me. So, going to start with easy questions and finish okay. with easy questions. Okay. Um, can you tell me a little bit about uh, growing up and your first connection to fashion and when you first had an inkling that this would be something you'd want to do? Oh my God. Uh, allora, um, from the beginning at the beginning or? Come away, as you wish. When was that? Do you remember the first time you went like, Hmm, fashion. Yes. Uh, allora, the first time I was 17 and um, I was a little bit like a skater. A lot of uh, brand from uh, sport, uh, sportwear. Um, there, there, there was uh, a lot of, uh, there were a lot of one skater, surfers, brands when I was uh, a teenager. But uh, one Saturday afternoon I... I I went in the center of Rimini. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there were already amazing boutique, amazing store, and I saw this window of Prada with uh, the belt, with the shoes of Prada Sport, Linea Rossa. And uh, oh my God, I want this belt. Uh, one month later, I come back. I came back in the store, and I bought the belt. Mm-hmm. It was my first uh, fashion uh, shopping. Mm-hmm. 
but I realized, oh my god, this is my this is my world. I completely realized this is my world. I love. I, I really. I remember very well when I entered in this store because uh, my family lived uh, in a in a countryside uh, in a house in, really in the middle of the mountain. I I come back from Rimini, but Rimini is the center. Uh-huh. My parents live twenty uh, minutes in the hills uh-huh. uh, close to Rimini. So, so I realized, oh my God, this is my. This is my work I love. And I started to buy Vogue, Elle, mm. Marie Claire, all, all the, um, the magazine, uh, fashion magazine. All the Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, I, I went um, to the uh, to newspaper. But, yeah, the newsstand. The newsstand, yeah. yeah. And uh, to buy fashion magazine. So uh, I was uh, doing uh, um, a commercial school. Yeah, so that that's the yeah. thing. You, you Did you tell your parents, they're like, no, no, you're going to go and be a businessman? Yeah, yeah. and um, I waited to finish school three days after the exam. Yeah, the exams, final exams. Three days after I go to Riccione uh, to my friend in the middle. In, in the meanwhile, I met uh, a lot of people that work in fashion and there was this amazing store it was uh, 1997 and uh, please I want to work uh, here Gucci, Prada, Mutlang, Carol Christian Paul uh, uh, all the amazing brand uh, in the amazing store okay do you want to work gratis yeah want to work for free for free for one month yes and I stay Two years. You didn't. You you started getting paid. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the later, a month later. Yes. And uh, in the meanwhile, the, in the mean, meanwhile, uh, Madame, my English is not so good. No. In the meanwhile, I started to do fitting uh, for some companies uh, in the in this area. Uh, because I, I'm a little bit short to do fitting, but the shoulder, the proportion were were good. Okay. And uh, it was these two years from '97 to 2000 was for me like fashion school because um, I felt very lucky because in the store you can immediately understand. When one piece, when one dress, when one jacket, it's uh, wearable, it's buyable, it's uh, I want, I want to mm-hmm. buy, and not. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think the rules are always the same. If the fabric is too heavy, if uh, the, uh, there is too much information in a, in a pieces, uh, and all, almost the, I have to say that uh, for it's weird, but uh, the women rules uh, are always the same. The men, I have to say, for me, they have they had a little bit changed. They changed since yeah. you started working. Yeah, mm-hmm. because now the men, also the the adult men, uh, they completely change. Uh, they wear the way they dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can you talk about the change? Yeah. Yeah, the change is the sport. Uh, the change is the sport uh, because in two thousand and. In 2012, I think the right year is, is 2012 when it started to, when it started the sport, and 2015, 16, and 17, boom, mm-hmm. and 16 and 17, boom. 
uh, before I remember also in, in our store we didn't sell we didn't yeah, sell sportswear sneakers, yes no. yeah no no the Italian man yeah, sneakers no I have to say a Lang jeans parka sweatshirt t-shirt was amazing and I immediately felt in love with Helmut Lang because mm-hmm. and also it was for me Helmut Lang was also like a school because I remember very well I have to put apart money to buy the parka I put to to save money to buy the coat I put save money to buy um, the denim white jacket with the, with the Mongolia inside I remember everything very well and uh, I, I still uh, in my archive uh, you everything. have those pieces? yeah wow. mm-hmm. and uh, if you think Helmut Lang was the first streetwear in the fashion and also, also Prada Sport because mm-hmm. Prada Sport was a little bit before mm-hmm. so if you think that uh, I started with Prada Sport and Helmut Lang to work uh, for me it was like a school And also, when I was a child, my aunt, they had a big company of embroidery Mm -hmm. and they did embroidery for Best Company, El Charro, Fila, uh, Iceberg. Mm -hmm. So I remember the first, I have amazing memories about this, of this Sunday afternoon, Saturday afternoon, we went with my cousin in the in the company we opened all the El Charro denim with the roses embroidery mm-hmm. the best company sweatshirt mm-hmm. I think my so you, my father had uh, 10 or 15 pieces of best company sweatshirt so basically the 80s you were just completely you know yeah. imbued into you that whole yeah. kind of style yeah, and culture yeah, yeah. so but then what made you so you were kind of designing on the side two years of education as you're working in the store what made you say I'm going to launch my own line I can do this I can't imagine I cannot never imagine this but uh, at the center point uh, I one Sunday afternoon oh my god I don't want to live in a store for all my life I have to do something and of course I have to say that this store was for me like a good PR a good PR moment with entrepreneur Alberto Ferretti Paolo Gerani the owner of the store uh, um, Valerio Brighi it was amazing I started to do a lot of uh, connection mm-hmm. and uh, I started I did my first uh, sweatshirt and um, in 2000 2000 mm-hmm. maybe 1001 and um, I did by myself a sweatshirt and denim and t-shirt mm-hmm. it was like uh, not I io comprato I bought from uh, the t-shirt I can say the t-shirt and the sweatshirt was from Fruit of the Loom I mm-hmm. took off the, the label, label <laughs> and I wash I embroider yeah. the denim I ordered from a company that was uh, I ordered five pieces and the denim also I wash uh, I take off in a laundry mm-hmm. to do some tea effect mm-hmm. uh, and um, I did uh, and uh, I did three or four pieces and I ask to some store if they want uh, and every store immediately told me yes we want uh, please uh, Bravo. 2001 
And then I started to do a lot of uh, consulting mm-hmm. for um, Paola Frani and some uh, Vittorio Forti was an amazing company in the, of leather, what did amazing uh, leather in the store and also a lot of consulting products mm-hmm. uh, for product, prodotto, non ero yeah. stilista, I was not a designer, absolutely. Yeah. I started in the product, like a product yeah. manager. Okay. And uh, after two years, uh, in 2001 and 2, uh, Paola Frani was this medium company in, um, in Rimini. They asked me, why do you want to try to design for us a collection? Yes. Okay. You know, I, I remember, maybe we tried, <laughs> but the first collection was, uh, for me, amazing, but a completely... Did not sell. Not sell, nothing. <laughs> but because too much expensive, a lot of too much expensive fabric. Mm-hmm. And they asked me, but why do you do that? I have to say that they trust in me because uh, they did, no? You have, you have to do what you like, not... Uh, I tried. They, they told me we, we thought about you because uh, we want something of wearable, of easy. You have not to do a design mm-hmm. because Paola Frani, she told me, I, I am the designer. Yeah. You have to do you. A, a, yeah. you. And uh, the second collection was uh, a very big success. Okay. Yeah. It was a second line. Uh, and I stayed in this company for five years. Mm-hmm. And also, in the meanwhile, I did uh, some uh, collaboration, and, mm-hmm. and never has a designer, more has a product manager, mm-hmm. merch- like a merchandiser, yes. In the meanwhile, I was a DJ, mm-hmm. so I, I, I work a lot, that was fun, that was very fun. And at a certain point, uh, when the crisis arrived, uh, 2008 mm-hmm. I met Riccardo Grassi here in Milano because I often went to Milano for mm-hmm. the fashion week yeah. and um, Riccardo Grassi told me um, the fashion exchange uh, um, the American uh, collection they started to do contemporary this this word contemporary I, I didn't know what, mm-hmm. what, what, what contemporary what, was yeah, what contemporary was, was well. and uh, I studied this collection and uh, with Riccardo Grassi uh, he, he tried, we decided why we don't try to do something of similar mm-hmm. and uh, I thought okay let's try and Riccardo Grassi, uh, she, he told me, I need uh, before one man collection mm-hmm. because uh, he had uh, a lot of uh, women collection in, this, in his showroom, uh, Gian Battista Valli, Albino, mm-hmm. uh, Alessandro Dell'Acqua. Okay, I tried. The first uh, man collection I did in 2009, in June, and, uh, and together, this uh, man collection, I did five pieces of women. Mm-hmm. The, the old man collection, that uh, for me was amazing, of course, uh, <laughs> my, it's my opinion, <laughs> we did ten order. Oh my gosh. No, nothing. Yeah. These women, five pieces, yeah. 80 orders. 
in ah. the best store of the world. Torbats Lane Crawford, Browns in London, um, but amazing, amazing story in all the world. Harvey Nichols, I remember. Wow. And uh, Ricardo Grassi told me one month, Massimo, you have to do a big collection for September. <laughs> in one month, you had to do the first yeah, month's collection? Yeah, in two. I, told, I remember Massimo, we have to battle the ferro con de caldo. Strike while the iron is I hot. I remember very well. It was like, uh, because we went uh, with this, uh, with the men, uh, in the middle of June. Mm. In the middle of July, call me Massimo. You have, please, uh, you have to do a boom collection for September. Okay, I try. And um, I start immediately because for us uh, it was not in the program to yeah. do women, to do. Yeah. And uh, we started immediately. I was completely alone and <laughs> cried every morning through because uh, I was completely alone. And uh, at the end, uh, we did the collection and uh, we presented in Antonia's store. I call Antonia because uh, we met uh, before. Uh, Antonia, we did, uh, we did, we were for people, mm-hmm. you have to know. Doing the whole collection. Yeah. As a designer, I was alone, yeah. uh, but the for group of MGM, MGMT, MGM, MSGM, mm-hmm. not MGMT, mm-hmm. uh, we were for. Antonia, we did this collection, do you want to, to guest uh, our first one? Of course, she, she has to see the sketch yeah, yeah, in yeah. fabric. Okay, I do. And, uh, and that's 150 orders and 2 million of euro of euro in, immediately. That's like brilliant. The, but it was not amazing immediately because uh, all, we started without contract, mm-hmm. uh, without legal aspect. Uh, um, immediately, two friends of mine decided to leave the project. Six months ago, the third decided to leave the project. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no, but not for because we fight. Yeah. Uh, because uh, they decide. It's not. It started really like a joke. Mm-hmm. For me, no, because I was the only one that I I left everything I was doing and uh, I trust in MSGM and uh, but uh, after six months uh, I. I'm discovering, uh, cioè, mi sono trovato. I found? I found by myself completely alone. Mm-hmm. And also, I had to move in Marche, in the middle of nowhere, in the, in the center of Italy, 600 kilometers from Milano, six hours by car. Every morning, I, I it's a true, it's not a, fa- a fairy tale, it's not a fake story. It was very hard because the first. Two years, I was a little bit alone, and also the company, um, they they did uh, only loro facevano solo uomo, only men. Only men, yeah. They didn't have expertise, know how on the women. women. So to call the modelist, to call the fashion, the, 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 the sketch artist, yeah, 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 everything to build. But now, but now you're about to celebrate 10 years. How does that feel for you? I mean, you're coming up on a decade. Yeah, in um, 2009, uh, in 2019. Yeah. Yes. We have to decide it because we present in 2009, mm-hmm. but the first collection arrived in the store in January, February 2010. Yeah. So we have still to decide. For me, the, the first 10 years was uh, June 2000. Uh, 2000 uh, 2019. Yeah. 
2009 for 2019. Yeah, we have to decide if it's, yeah, when you're going to really begin. June 2019 or January 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it uh, could listen 2000, January 2020. But I mean, what does it feel for you in your body that you've now spent a decade, I mean, whatever the date may be? It's like 10 days. It feel, it's like a blink of an eye. No, it's like... Uh, 10 lives, uh, different lives, but in, in the same time it's like 10 days, very, very fast. Also because it, it's very, very difficult. Every, in every, ta- every, every time I'm, I'm, I have to start something because uh, you, the first success, uh, after the first success, you have to continue to grow up. Mm-hmm. After when you arrive at 20 million, you arrive at 30 million, you arrive at 40 million, you arrive at 50 million, you have to arrive at 60 million. Now, you know, in, um, in February, I found uh, a financial partner. Yeah, has, How, what does that change for you now that you have a minority stakeholder in the company? Yeah, yeah, I decided, uh, I have to say that 10 years for me was uh, so starting where? where Amazing, but very difficult. Yeah. A lot of also responsibilities, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of heavy on the Weight shoulders. on your shoulders. Uh, yeah. And uh, also because my partner, they follow only the, the, the clothes, uh, mm-hmm. not the business, not mm-hmm. the strategy, not man, nothing. So now you look, so, wanted to have somebody for the business yeah, side. If you yeah. think that... Uh, Till February of this year, I was alone. I remember when I when I met the LVMH group in yeah. Paris. They didn't believe that I were I was alone. But I remember very well all the all the family, all the managers. No, it's impossible. You can do. I'm alone because it's also difficult to find the right because we try some manager yeah. we try but I think MSGM it's uh, a weird company it's not not in, in a negative way but um, I think it's like one it is factory it's like a talent I, I start to think that I immediately see if you have the MSGM factor or not also with the, the designers with the product manager the so, what, so tell me what is the MSGM factor but I think it's a mix of um, I think to have the MSGM factor you have to be intelligent you have to be smart you you have to be cool mm-hmm. and uh, also, you have to take the life a little bit to care about. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to trust, you have to work, you have to find, but also you have to be a little. It's fashion, but it's only fashion. Mm-hmm. It's because some people they take it too seriously. Too seriously, some. But I think it's not about too seriously. I think you have to trust, but you have to take everything with lightness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a t-shirt in the resort, uh, it's one of my favorite. Leggerezza non è superficialità. Lightness is not superficiality. Not, so, not superficial. And for me it's a, really my, a rule of my life. Uh, also during the show, during the fitting, during the shooting, the TV campaign. No drama, please. Uh, yeah. Why? 
No drama, please. Yeah, uh, you don't need to be a diva. Yeah, you don't need to I have drama. I think it's, uh, it's, it's um, I'm, I'm lucky because uh, I had uh, a very healthy childhood, mm-hmm. a very healthy parents, a very healthy family, very simple, very human, mm-hmm. not... Uh, and these are, for me, that it's like... Uh, it really grounds you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I would, one of the things when you're talking about the X Factor for MSGM, you didn't say Italian, because for me, there's so much of what you do, there's always these reference to Italy, to Milan, to where you grew up, and all uh, of that. It seems to be such a part of the you DNA. You have to know, in all MSGM, we are all Ita- only Italian. Oh. There is only one is not Italian. I can not to do names, but... Uh, in, <laughs> He's, he's You're not, not going to call him out. No, <laughs> it's a different culture. It's a different. Uh, um, it's uh, in the design team. I think uh, I understand no more. I only to work with Italian people. Mm-hmm. MSGM is very Italian. It's very Milano now, and uh, all the company also only there now we are about 100 people mm-hmm. 30 people here in this building and 70 people in market mm-hmm. in the company and um, it's a, a huge responsibility because uh, a lot of people now counting it's easy. on you yeah. if you run to collection buy it yeah. now you have to be focused you have to do the right balance for example, also the last uh, the, the, the show you saw yesterday, at the beginning we wanted to do a, a more simple, more jazz, but two days before, now we have to do MSGM. Mm-hmm. We, have, we are opening 10 stores in China, between Asia, China, Singapore, Korea. Mm-hmm. They want denim, they mm-hmm. want sweatshirts, they want streetwear. Yeah. Okay, the, the journalist, uh, all the press now, streetwear is finished, streetwear is finished, but uh, for MSGM, streetwear is uh, the, Part of the 50, code. 60% of the business, yeah. so it's, uh, I, I, I cannot do a, a show without nothing of denim, of mm-hmm. sweater. I, I try to change logo, the new logo is dream, yeah. the new logo is little here, mm-hmm. is little here, it's on the back, it's not only here. But uh, if uh, now you have to be very focused, you have to think about a lot uh, to everything. Mm-hmm. It's not only about clothes now. It's mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, I think uh, it's more about uh, what uh, um, what uh, do you tell uh, also uh, in a t-shirt in a sweatshirt. Because uh, sometimes I, I try to understand why all the world wants the MSGM t-shirt, the MSGM sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Some, a lot of friends uh, of mine, when, uh, of mine, when uh, they go in Korea, in uh, Asia, in the fake market. They have knockoff as MSGM? No, now there is, I can say, <laughs> Gucci, Suprema yeah. and uh, MSGM. Yeah. For me, it's, uh, I'm proud of this. <laughs> and uh, I'm... Uh, asking also why mm-hmm. but maybe because I think the people at the end uh, understand uh, mm-hmm. the young people not, not only the young people because MSGM is also very transversal mm-hmm. for example in um, uh, on Net-a-Porter yeah. the, um, the second market is uh, USA 
and uh, it's uh, they are women from 35 to 55 to 60. That's great. Yeah, and, and also in Etaporte, the first uh, the first is Russia. It's uh, completely we just discovered. So you you have also in Farfetch uh, mm-hmm. because now Farfetch is the, the huge uh, of yes. everything. Yeah. Because there are now in Farfetch almost 180 store in Farfetch that they, they sell them as GM. All right. So yeah. Looking forward, tell me, you're talking about all of these different moving yeah, parts. Yeah. What for you do you see now? You have an investor, you have somebody who's more focused on the business side. What do you see is the biggest challenge now? You've been a decade in, people know you. What do you think is your challenge going forward at this point? Uh, it's a huge question. It's a very interesting question. But now my challenge is to, to work hard on the men mm-hmm. because uh, uh, the men, I can say... There, there were some, some right collections, some wrong collections in the past, but now the man finally is clear, mm-hmm. the man MSGM, and is doing very, very well. And uh, so we have to, to work hard on the man collection. Also, we have to work hard on the accessories, on shoes, on bags, bags in MSGM. We have to invest, but also uh, shoes, uh, mm-hmm. because also MSGM, it's a real, it's a real clothes brand. Yes. Because uh, the ninety-five percent of MSGM of the business is clothes. Mm-hmm. We we sell. Which clothes. is exceptional, because most no, of the big brands yeah. are survive on their accessories. I think, uh, in my opinion, that. Um, the, the, the women, the, the boys, uh, the girls that buy MSGM, the accessory, maybe they have uh, luxury access. Mm-hmm. But it's not, because uh, um, you know, I'm not frustrated mm-hmm. about this. It's, uh, it's important to understand this, because uh, I also study the people around me, the, the, my friend, and with the MSGM dress, they have... Uh, a brand bag, a brand shoes, uh, but I think uh, in this uh, kind of sport uh, of uh, running, for example, this uh, this is uh, the attack. Uh, mm-hmm. We sold very well. We are we are working for the digital mm-hmm. for special project. Uh, I think we can do. There's room group. for growth yeah, in, the, in the accessories. Yeah. Okay. We are thinking to do underwear and uh, yes. No part, no the toilet, absolutely not for the moment. You can never say never. <laughs> for the moment. For the moment. <laughs> for the moment. Let me ask you my five generic fashion questions. Tell me, what is your favorite piece of clothing that you own? It uh, depends from the moment. Now I'm obsessed, no, it's true, from vintage polo sport and uh, T-shirts. No, no, Polo from Polo Sport. Polo from Sport. Because Polo Sport, it's an old brand from Polo Ralph Lauren. It's not Ralph Lauren, it no, it's not Polo, it was Polo Sport. And well, you're I'm very obsessed. specific. Yes, I'm obsessed because uh, it, it's almost 20 years that the line closed and uh, you can find only on internet and only in the vintage store. So I know now what to get you for Christmas. Yes. Also because uh, with, with this kind of weather, the polo, I can answer polo, mm-hmm. maybe, and in this moment, polo by polo sport. Okay. Also because it's nice for me 
not to wear on MS GM. <laughs> I really don't like So wearing something vintage you kind of yeah, get your permission. For example, now I have the MSGM socks, the MSGM sneakers, the MSGM trousers, MSGM pasta. pasta. <laughs> I, I, one MSGM is enough. <laughs> and also because I love to do shopping. Yeah. For example, the new financial partner, they misgrider. Oh, they, they yell at you? Yeah, because now you have to wear only MSGM. No, please, I'm not to uh, wear. <laughs> Not a logo, a billboard, fashion billboard. I can say I I really love Prada and uh, I'm a huge fan of Prada from when I was uh, 17 and I'm still uh, a huge fan. Okay, well then maybe you have a suggestion for this. What is the one item of clothing that you think a woman or a man should really invest a lot of money in that they really should, if they're, you know, put money aside to buy like you did? Allora, clothes, not accessory. If, if there's one item, if there's one mature oh, item that you think that you really want to save up for. For the women it's a precious stone. And for the men, for me a man has to be in the sport, in the wellness. Take care of themselves, care, their yeah. health. Um, I think I know the answer to this next question because you kind of gave it away. Um, your favorite designer, living or dead, would be who? Um, Prada, Prada. <laughs> but I I really love Prada because uh, um, I think she she's really the only one uh, that uh, you can understand is not a company but it's a brain uh, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's huge as is uh, and it's uh, exceptional yeah it's, and uh, it's still uh, she's still uh, it's it's huge because. If I remember, then I won, it was the 1995 when I saw this belt, but I remember very well the Hadivi campaign of this period. I, I remember all the collection from the Vaughan way mm-hmm. to here, mm-hmm. but uh, it's huge. Also, I think uh, because uh, they didn't change creative director, yes. because it's a, it's a secret, mm-hmm. the secret is this, uh, mm-hmm. because... Uh, it's uh, it, I it's repeat, her. It's, it's her. It's not a company. It's her. It's yeah. her brain. It's uh, it's her at how do you say? process creative creative process. It's for creative the process. The last show I can say for me. It's it was amazing. It's it the was the best show of Milano yeah. from a long time. <laughs> from a long time. No, I I can say, and for us, it's a, a It's very inspirational. Mm-hmm. This for every all designer. the other designers. Yeah, come. and for me, it's also healthy because I I never copy Prada yeah. in my in my collection, and uh, so it's it's more a kind of respect mm-hmm. uh, because we are so different in the, in the collection. Mm-hmm. So I can adore her without uh, do yeah being influenced by yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, Okay. What is the fashion trend that you will never follow? Is there one fashion trend that you're like, I will never... But there is one now very strong of brown, of beige, of camel. No, beige camel I love and I did a lot of time. But this kind of color... Nothing in that color brown. Also, if, the, if my, my customer, my buyer... Ask me to do this, I will never do. I can tell you right now from a couple of the top buyers that I talked to, brown never sells. So <laughs> brown is not, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> Last question talking about love. What do you love most about fashion? 
I love uh, the fact that we work uh, uh, about beauty and we work uh, um, often in, be- in beautiful place. I love the beauty effect, the beauty aspect. But I'm going to let you go because I know you partied late last night. So yeah, no, I know I feel much better. Don't want to miss an episode of Fashion Your Seatbelt? No problem. Just go to iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts and click on the subscribe button. Then every new episode will drop into your feed automatically. No fuss, no muss. Fashion Your Seatbelt is made possible thanks to the wonderful people at Launchmetrics, the software company that is powering the fashion industry. And GPS Radar, the members-only website where leading fashion brands and media connect in style. I am a member of GPS Radar, and I can tell you, as a journalist, it has made my work life run much more smoothly. Believe me, I know. I'm Jessica Michaud.